So, in a previous video, I talked about why, in my opinion, you know, the new Yogi Bear show, or basically season 2.5 or season 3 of the Yogi Bear show overall, uh, was revived in 1988, and why I believe it connected to the Superstar 10 movies, and why it took basically the last Yogi Bear film uh, in that to correlate with the series. Because, in my opinion, as I mentioned, Basically, I believe the other two Yogi Bear movies came about due to the fact that they were going into production or were already in production while the, revi the revitalization of the Yogi Bear show was you know, just getting started, basically getting off the ground. And that's when it was in the development itself, basically the voice acting and all that, that's when we got uh, the movie of Invasion of the Space Bears. But speaking of movies, one thing that, as I mentioned in that video, that to me connects this 1988 revi revising of the Yogi Bear show to the original is basically the movie. The 1964 movie, which, by the way, next year will celebrate 60 years of existence. That's right. Next year will be the 60th anniversary officially of Hey There, It's Yogi Bear. And to celebrate early, I guess, to celebrate early, Warner Brothers through the Warner Archive released the movie on Blu-ray. Maybe next year we might get a more uh, 4K release as time goes on. But getting back on topic, getting back on topic, one thing about Hey There, It's Yogi Bear that basically was carried over into the revitalization of the Yogi Bear show for the late 80s was something that, you know, a lot of fans, you know, were kind of glad to see. You see, um, in the early, in the early, basically, uh, not early Yogi Bear show, I should say, mostly in a wooing, brewing, if you will, and all that, as well as Acrobati Bear, but mostly Ruin Bruin, and then in the three-part finale, uh, which was just basically one whole episode, Happy Birthday Yogi, it was pretty much evident that Yogi and Cindy had a thing. They, you know, they had a thing for each other. Mostly with Ruin Bruin and Happy Birthday Yogi. They had a thing. There is no doubt. But in the movie, they kind of played that off to where they had a thing, but now they were basically kind of, well, they kind of were a thing, but not, not in the way that Cindy would want, nor in the way that Yogi would admit. Because of the fact that in the movie, Yogi was a little bit more standoffish. Like, he knew how Cindy felt about him, and he pretty much felt the same way, but he was trying to hide it, because his main goal was to basically, of course, go after picnic baskets whenever he could. And, you know, by doing so, keep his bachelor-like like status uh, still alive. However, in the movie, you know, there is a moment where Yogi gets visited by his inner self. And he's singing uh, basically a reprise of Like I Like You. You know, which was originally sang by Cindy earlier in the film. And he basically realizes that being a mysterious, you know, thief, you know, of food, 
you know, a brown phantom is not as joyful as he thought and that he misses boo-boo. But that's when his inner self shows up and says, uh-uh, you're wrong. Because basically his inner self shows up and calls him out on that. He says, it ain't boo-boo you miss, it's Cindy. And basically when Yogi says, well, hey, you should mind your own business and everything about that, the inner self has to remind him, hey, I'm your inner self, so your business is my business. And then he points down below. Hello, on the ground, what Yogi had been doodling, tracing with a, you know, a piece of, you know, with a wooden stick, which is a heart shape with the words, Yogi loves Cindy. And that's basically when Yogi realizes, dang, even with your inner self, you can't keep a secret around here anymore. And that's essentially what the, the key was. That's essentially the key. That was essentially the key the entire time. You know, Yogi basically had, or had, a thing for Cindy. He loves Cindy, but again, going back to what I mentioned earlier, he doesn't want it to. He, he basically doesn't want a relationship with Cindy to interfere with the possibility of him getting picnic baskets and all that. But when his inner self, you know, basically, you know, basically, I guess you could say not physically, but you know, figuratively, slaps you know some sense into him, it makes him realize that hey. You know, this bachelor thing, this bachelor hermit thing you're doing ain't for you. You know, you need to go find Cindy and tell you, tell her you love her. Which Yogi finally admits to, go, admits to basically realizing, yeah, I need to do that. I, I need to, I need to get on with my life. I need to not just go out to picnic baskets all the time. I need to settle down. Like, I could still do my thing, but I need to settle down for the future. And the reason I bring this up is because it's interesting to note that yes, they do fully become an item officially. Yogi finally acknowledging how he feels about her, singing Venu- the Veno Vene song to her, coming to her aid and stuff. It's like pretty much, you know, pretty much, you know, Yogi has come to accept, you know, because he is smarter than the average bear, that yeah, he can have a relationship with Cindy, but he's just got to find a way to balance it. And as we find out in the Yogi Bear show, well, basically the 88 revitalization of it, pretty much he's been able to do that because I bring, because again, the reason I bring this up is because I like the fact that in this version, they carry basically that, they carry, they carry over the fact that Yogi and Cindy are now an item. You know, Yogi likes seeing her a lot more. Even, there's even a, a, an episode or short in there where Yogi envisions you know, having a family with Cindy. You know, it's, it's, it's a short card bringing up Yogi. You know, he envisions having a, a future with her. And there's other instances as well. You know, there's other instances as well, like Battle of the Bears, where Yogi goes over and uh, essentially, you know, Yogi goes over to her cave and finds out that she's been put into a prearranged marriage when she was a... Uh, you, you know, one that she didn't even know about until just recently. There's the instances of Lombamba Bear and all that. So there is a lot of instances, you know, in, you know, in the new Yogi Bear show that pretty much, you know, you know, show that Cindy and Yogi are an item. Biker Bear is another one. You name it. And then, of course, the movie that correlates with it, 
which was the final Yogi Bear movie in the Superstar 10, uh, Invasion of the Space Bears. So again, I like the idea that, you know, they I like the idea that, hey there, Yogi Bear, you know, the romance that finally got developed there with Cindy and Yogi got carried over into the new revived 1988 Yogi Bear series. You know, the season 2.0, season 3, if you will. Now, before anything, before anybody, I should say, before anybody says anything, I do know and I do realize Yogi and Cindy were an item when she made appearances in Yogi's Gang in, in the early 1970s, as well as in Yogi's Treasure Hunt in the mid-80s. I get that. I understand that. I mean, heck, you know, it's the episode, in the Yogi's Treasure Hunt, in the episode To Be or Not To Be, when Yogi basically, you know, arrives along with the gang to Yogi's bee farm, and she tells them the bad news, and Yogi's like, so there's no, you mean you got no sweethearts for your sweetheart? Oh, the agony. You know, basically it's acknowledged they are an item. You know, it, you know they are an item. But again, you get that more evidently in the new Yogi Bear series, or Yogi Bear series season 2.5, season 3, in 1988. You get that more evidently because that's more connected continuity-wise, you know, to the original Yogi Bear series in the 1960s, and hey, there's Yogi Bear. So again, you know, despite those other instances in, you know, those you and you can bring those up and say those are connected as well, and that's true. If you take out, and this is the truth, if you take out, you know, the you know the entire group of other Hanna Barbera characters, you know, in Treasure Hunt, and um, and and, get, and Yogi's gang, and you just leave Yogi and Boo Boo and Cindy and in the case of Treasure Hunt, Ranger Smith, you know, if you just you know you you know leave them. Then pretty much, pretty much, you have that connection. You have that connection of carrying over, and I like that because let's be honest. Let's be honest. They could have easily, and I mean this. They could have easily, easily. Long story short, they could have easily, you know, ignored the romance that happened in Hey There, Jogi Bear, but they didn't. They carried that over. And I appreciate that. And I know I'm not the only one. But let me know what you guys' thoughts are. How do you feel, feel about the romance of Yogi and Cindy carrying over from Hey There, Yogi Bear and basically into the revised Yogi Bear series in 1988 as well as Invasion of the Space Bears? How did you feel about that? Were you glad that they did not forget about that romance? Were you glad that they kept it going? And were you glad that Yogi is now, I, I guess you could say, more open, you know, in, in the revised series of having a family with Cindy than he was prior, uh, previously, you know, in the early stage, in the early portions of the movie, as well as maybe, you know, elsewhere. Let me know what your thoughts are. Super chats are open in the live chat door to premiere. Like the video. Also, check out the Teespring store for merchandise you can't get anywhere else, as well as to help celebrate my 15 years here on YouTube. There's merchandise based around that. Also, check me out at patreon.com, um, slash bwroses. Also, check out bwroses discussions, where you'll find audio podcast versions of these videos, you know, down the line, uh, when they, when I, when I get a chance to do that. But again, let me know what your thoughts are, guys. I'd love to hear from each and every one of you. And until then, I'll talk to y'all later.